So yeah, week four, Universal Wisdom, was a wild one. We're going to uh, preface this show with uh, the passing away of Tom Petty, my uh, my hero, my guy. The macho man's a little bit upset tonight, and uh, the energy might not quite be there. So yeah, this one's for Tom. Yeah, it might sound crazy, but uh, it ain't no lie. Baby, bye, bye, bye. I'm talking about Binato, yeah! The strongest, most destructive force to hit the NFL this year, yeah! Not talking Hurricane Harvey. Not talking Hurricane Irma. This is only second to Hurricane Randy. Yeah! I, uh, I noticed in the first half Actually, I noticed this with a lot of teams this year um, running their uh, their backfields, kind of like the Patriots do in the first half of the game. Every series, a different guy. Kind of bizarre. Denver was doing that, and um, well, the Seahawks do that, and the Chiefs did that on Monday night. They didn't uh, stick with Hunt until the uh, the second half. And let me tell you something about that Kareem Hunt. Man, is he good. Yeah. No, he, he's uh, the MVP if, if the season were to end right now. Watching him run is a pleasure. You know, he never um, he never gets pushed back at the end of a run. He always tunnels forward. He's got the incredible strength and vision. Yeah, you knew ahead of everyone else, that's for sure. Well, my plan going into the draft was always to uh, have uh, Ware, because he's my guy too. And uh, he went down, so... Um, and I got outbid on Melvin Gordon, thankfully. Mm, yeah. So uh, I decided, yeah, I'm going to pay whatever it takes to get Hunt. You know, got to gotta, gotta dive in. How much did you pay for him? $33. Oh, okay. That's quite a bet. That's quite a bet. But, yeah, it worked out. I, I, knew, I knew that there was a lot of hype ahead of time when Ware went down. And I would seen some articles saying, you know, he's the hot guy right now, but temper your expectations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was- we're scared to believe, I guess. Yeah, that writer didn't uh, do a definition of what temper meant. Ugh. Yeah, I'm going to uh, do a quick uh, segment here called Boozers, Snoozers, and Losers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think you might have to define what's what does each one mean here. Well, they're all meaning, meaning the same. He's going to talk about some guys that are boozers and possibly snoozers and definitely losers, yeah. Okay. All right, number one on that list with a bullet, Amari Cooper. Jack Dunney, <laughs> you drafted him again. So far, that guy is rated in the 70s of fan- in fantasy at the wide receiver position. I think he's at like 74. It's pretty bad. Holy Two weeks moly. in a row, point five he scored. Two weeks in a row. Now Derek Carr's hurt. So, um, yeah, he's good. He's a boozer. He's a snoozer. He's a loser. Yeah. Yeah. They've got EJ Manuel thrown to him now. Oh, just all of a sudden things don't look good in Oakland. No, no, no. It's almost as if their team is leaving too. You know, you know who else I got to put on the fucking boozer list is R. Kelly. I'm sorry. I mean, Jane, that guy, <laughs> Trevor was right. That possibly was the worst pick in the draft. <laughs> what did, what did he get me yesterday? I, I started tuned out. Uh, two, two points. He got twenty yards. He actually didn't oh. look that bad. Hurt again, the guy. Like he can't stay on the field. He's too busy pissing on the sideline. 
And um, your other uh, running back there, Terrence West, Boozer Snoozer. You got to get rid of him, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. The Ravens suck. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I guess I guess I got to put my uh, J.A.J. On, on at least a snoozer list because uh, the Dolphins, let me tell you something about the Dolphins. I don't know if they could, could beat the Bombers right now. No, the Bombers are hot, man. Bombers are way better than the Dolphins, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd take Matt Nichols over Jay Cutler. Did you say Jay Cutler running the Wildcat? No, I didn't watch any of that game. I didn't see any highlights. Oh, no, yeah, I, I just saw the highlight because it, it was in GIF format and it made its rounds. So, you know, the quarterback splits out wide to be the wide receiver in the Wildcat? I know the play, yeah. Yeah. So, Jay Cutler just stood there, not even like in a ready sprinter position. He just stood there like like a statue, hands at his side. The player... I heard, yeah. I heard he had his arms like crossed. like he was just... <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Like he's pouting. Like yeah. he's a teenage girl back on the locker going... That boy don't like me, but it's Jay Cutler. And then the play starts, and Jay leaps forward, and Jay doesn't even block or anything. He just doesn't even move. He's, like, tapping his foot. It's like, when's it my turn to play quarterback here? It was so bad. Jay's just cashing his check. And I started him, uh, what was it, twice or (laughs) once there? Lost one time. No, no, I started him once, maybe. No, maybe twice. No, only once. Yeah, I don't know. You got every reason to believe Adam Gase offense. He's got some really good weapons, you know. Well, I'm still starting him in week six when uh, Dak Prescott goes on by. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Speaking of buys, ooh, this week is the first by NATO, yeah, of the year. By NATO week five. Yeah, I know who it hits. Jamie, ooh, Water City, love, yeah, Water City, overdose, yeah, Waterloo City, overdose, yeah, you got problems this week, brother. Cowboys are, in... no wait, never mind, Who, no. who's, who's, he, who's he losing? Well, I'm going to tell you right away, you cut me off, mean Gene. <laughs> Jamie not only has binato, but uh, he also suffered an injury to one of his wide receivers, yeah. Jordan Matthews, gone, broken thumb. Yeah, he's out. Oh. And then he's got his quarterback, Trevor Simeon, on by. And he's got uh, Julio Jones on by, who also got hurt. Yeah. Probably in the plate anyways. Chris Thompson, the big uh, superstar running back that shit the bed uh, on Monday night, <laughs> let me down. He's on by, too. So then uh, taking a look at his bench, so he's got four holes to fill here, mean Gene. Four holes. Well, so Simeon's out. I'm sure he's got a good quarterback on the bench. What's he? Well, listen here. He's got uh, Andrew Luck. Oh no, he's not playing. He's got Sam Bradford. Ooh, he might not be playing either. Oh no. Yeah. Guess what else he's got on his bench? Three other guys on a bye. Jake <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know that's what separates the men from the boys in the draft. A lot of people ignore the bye week. Real no, drafters I'm don't. I'm interested to know what you're going to do. You're just going to take the loss this week, or are you going to shuffle your whole lineup, just spend big on the waiver wire? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the waiver wire is hot tonight. Yeah. Ooh, there are some juicy uh, worms out there. Yeah. You know who I'd pick up if I were him? Here's a little fancy wisdom for me, which Trubinsky. you don't hear often. Mitchell Trubinsky. Trubinsky. You read my mind, man. I'd roll the dice on him, you know? You never know. You know what? I uh, 
I, I got a look at him on the sidelines there, and you know yeah. he looks he looks like a, a competitive, uh, uh, strong-willed uh, kid with a good head on his shoulders. He looks like a confident person, you know. Maybe uh, maybe he is a good quarterback. Yeah, that's half of football. And let me tell you something here: don't be afraid to start a rookie quarterback because I was actually not this year. Yeah, well, we yeah. have you, you had the uh, waiver wire acquisition. Of the week last week, you spent $36 on Deshaun Watson, which in hindsight was a steal, but you left him on your bench, yeah. And he scored 36 points, one for yeah. every dollar, just to he, remind he, me. He earned every penny, yeah. Yeah, well, I won't be making that mistake anymore. I think he's, uh, I, you know, I just had to make sure he was the real deal. He'd only started one game before. Now he's I know next, he's the real the deal. Michael, he's the next Michael Jordan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna keep all those game checks for himself now. Yeah, screw the cafeteria workers. The cafeteria workers, yeah. You know what? They're uh, swimming in a sea of mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's sloppy joes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, running backs here are a feast. Yeah, it's a oh, feast. There's a back. lot. There's Ooh, a lot. this is a hot week for running backs, and uh, you know it's. Uh, it's dire straits out there on a lot of teams. Everyone needs a running back, so you got to get your wallets out big this week, Eugene. Latavius Murray. Oh, yeah. We'll preface this segment by pouring out a little liquor for Jack Tunney's running backs. <laughs> because not only did Ty Montgomery break his ribs on Thursday night, Delvin Cook suffered a season-ending ACL tear on Sunday afternoon. So, Jack Tunney, your team is in, is in need of one of these running backs, let me tell you, yeah. So Latavius Murray's out there. Kyle too just dropped him. Yeah, picked up Adrian Peterson. Dropped Latavius Murray. How's that working out for you, Kyle? Tuch? After yeah. slamming on the show like three times, all After... he talked about was how bad Peterson was. Oh, all day he said, all day. <laughs> <laughs> wide, receiver, wide receiver, there's nothing out there. I don't know how to report my wide receiver this week. Um, Robbie Anderson, Mike Wallace. No. Uh, well, apparently, uh, J.J. Nelson, I dropped him and picked up John Brown, so J.J. Nelson's there. I'm, <laughs> I've cycled through the entire uh, Cardinals uh, wide receiver core this year already, besides Larry, because I didn't draft him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, a call of Cthulhu here. Here's a call of Cthulhu for the week. Bruce Ellington on the Texans. There's my Cthulhu. Oh, okay. Okay. He's uh, he's uh, got skills, that kid, and now uh, they got Michael Jordan, the next Michael Jordan, that quarterback, and that guy likes to throw the ball around. Uh, he's, yeah. the, he's the third wide receiver, though, because they got Hopkins and, and Fuller, and then Ellington is the third guy? Yeah, Bruce Ellington, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, what about Juju Smith-Schuster? <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a good Cthulhu. Nice call, Mean Gene. Juju Smith-Schuster, apparently uh, the alien, uh, hasn't found uh, quite the rapport he used to have with old... Uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster. And then that's a good name, too. What does it yeah. sound like okay. to you? Oh, Euro- like a European car or something. Oh, no. yeah. This guy just got my <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster. No. It reminds me of that Simpson episode where Homer's sitting in the bar saying, like, he's talking about how he's attracted to his co-worker, but he's not saying he's attracted to his co-worker. So he's like, let's just say my friend named uh, Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. <laughs> Is having trouble with the female co-worker. And Mo goes, that's the worst name I've ever heard. 
And this guy, just random guy in the back of the screen, drinking a beer at the table, just goes, ah, and runs out of the, <laughs> runs out of the bar, because that's his name, that's the joke. His name, yeah. Yeah, so this is, so instead of Joey, Jojo, Junior, Shabadoo, Juju Smith-Schuster, not yeah. too far off, man, not too far off. Big ups, big ups. Yeah. Oh. Tight end position. Oh man, what a position that tight end position is. Yeah. It's, Let it's... me tell you, I'm almost tempted to pick up uh, Wilson, Luke Wilson for the Seahawks and drop Jimmy Graham. You know what? Luke Wilson, I bet you he likes uh, poison and Motley Crue. He looks like a rocker to me. <laughs> he's always good when he's in there, you know? Luke Wilson. Yeah. I, I like the tight end with this quarterback's last name, Russell Wilson to Luke Wilson, and then Aaron Rodgers to whatever his name is, Roger, you know? That, Rogers, yeah. yeah, that just always... Uh, you like that. Yeah. All right. Huh, never mind. ESPN's analysis of Luke Wilson says, uh, fantasy sure. owners would do well to keep him out of their lineup, even though he's got a lot more points than Jimmy Graham. Yeah, tight end is... it's. Uh garbage really unless you got uh kelsey or Ertz or gronk really everybody else is just yeah. uh skimming fat off the chicken soup it sounded like there's a jackhammer in your neighborhood there oh no there's a fucking helicopter flying over my head i'm outside yeah it was loud there for a second that's uh, my environment police helicopter yeah, police uh-huh. helicopter, yeah. Nice, nice. It's not the news. I mean, it's, it's not L.A. CKND helicopter flying around looking for something to report on, yeah. This just in, uh, Macho Man. Commissioner Jack Tunney has asked permission to join the show. Oh, we got lots to talk about, Jack Tunney, because I finally beat you, yeah. Oh, Jack, man, what are we doing tonight? Yeah, boys. Ooh, Tunney comes out on fire. I like it. Yeah. How are you doing, Tunney? Oh, it's been a day, yeah. It's been a day. Listen a lot of Petty? Well, no, it's too sad. <laughs> No, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I just can't. Like I listen to like I listen to Echo, and I listen to One More Day, One More Night, and that pretty much ruined me. And that was it. <laughs> that, was, that was. Yeah. No. I yeah, can't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't done it yet. I can't. I know. I'm, I know. I'm gonna put Room at the Top on first, mm-hmm. and I know I'm gonna melt down again. I had a meltdown this afternoon too. Ooh. Real tears. Yeah, no, it's rough. It's, it's, yeah, rough. It's just, I like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I, this is so stupid. It says about like the world we live in, but I feel like I should like post something or something when I just like, cause like, you know, everybody like that knows me is like, oh yeah, you love Tom Petty. Not as much as like the macho king here, you know, but, but I love him and everybody knows that. And like, I, I can't even say anything. Like, what do you even, what do you even say? You know, it's just like, no, like, I I posted I posted on our uh, on the historian's uh, Instagram I okay. posted, posted a clip of us doing breakdown from the last show. See that's cool. That's cool. And I said my hero is gone. 
He had so many more songs to give, you know. He had That's so much, the worst part. That's so the worst part. Give. He had so much more to give still. It's and not like he was putting out garbage like a lot of people do. Like, oh, he, he's a legend. He was epic. He was just so good. My my favorite singer songwriter of all time. And he's like you can hear his influence in everything you do. Oh yeah, there's no no denying that. Yeah, it's just like you know what I mean? it's it's yeah, you wear it, you wear it. Yeah. And to go like that and I mean at least he was on tour and but so young. So young. Yeah, he played the Hollywood Bowl there on Monday night. I know. Yeah, I watched I watched a bunch of that. Was... I wonder, you know, like why why he was alone, where his wife was, like he was probably up all night by himself, like like most creative people are, honestly. Like it's true, it's true. Where else do you want to be at three in the morning than by yourself in a room with a guitar and a couple drinks? Like that's my happy place in the world. <laughs> got to make a confession here what's that your podcast is really good thank you Trevor. thank you <laughs> it, it, you heard it, it first from commissioner jack then he's got it, the stamp of approval yeah it's legitimately like it's really good and it's it's yeah i i don't you're onto something i don't know if there's a way to make this appeal to more people it wouldn't it wouldn't even take much you know what? I heard uh, Dave Richard on the CBS podcast the other day, and he let out an "Oh yeah!" after uh, <laughs> after talking about some player. And I wondered to myself, has he been listening to the end of the universe? Calling you out, Dave Richard, CBS. <laughs> if he's listening, he's got to mail in to the Jamie Eisenberg. No yeah, we don't even have an email address. Just email at Carter at herecomesomewisdom.com, I guess. Calling you out, Dan Hansis, NFL.com. Yeah, NFL, yeah. Calling you all out. But honestly, if you're a fantasy football podcaster, it's probably part of your job to see what other people are doing. Like, well, you got to listen to opinions. You got to keep your head informed. We're not. Come on, this, and, not, and you got the best opinions. Well, I, I, I your your sure predictions are either completely on or the worst ever. <laughs> you have no in between, none. It's like if I listen to the podcast early, you know, it's what if I listen to it way after, it's like, oh, that was wrong. Oh, that was wrong. Or oh, that was so right. That was exactly right. Like your Cam Newton prediction was great. <laughs> Yeah, well, so it's nice to hear some compliments. I have heard from the critics as well on, about this show. Uh, I asked a listener, here comes some wisdom, what he thought. And he's like, well, I don't know anything about football, and you know I hate wrestling more than anything and don't like watch a bad impression. So it's like, yeah. So he's like, I didn't make it longer not than 10 impression. minutes. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. It's not an impression. What? What and I was hell? like, well, I'm appreci- I appreciate you gave us 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, well, here's here's a review in from Jordan Bass in Winnipeg, Manitoba. He says, "This podcast is the funniest thing I've ever heard, and I don't even understand the goddamn slightest thing about fantasy football. But all the names that get thrown around, it's like Game of Thrones. It cracks me up." It is something special. It's 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 good. It's legitimately good. Oh, so, thank you. Uh, thank you. Well, you got to uh, you got to explain what your uh, 
plan of action is then this uh, week, Mean Gene. This so week so is one, just no, you lost. You lost your two uh, running backs. Oh. And uh, what are you going to do about it? You get, who are you targeting on the waiver wire? Yeah. And remember, whatever you say, we're not going to listen at all because you're just going to lie, yeah, lie like Kyle too, and spend ten dollars until tomorrow. Anyway, waivers will be run. So okay. You okay. Be completely honest. I've got. I, I got I, not, you're not bidding against me. No, I got nothing. I'm uh, I'm kind of like. I almost feel like what you did is the way to go. Is just to go in early, go hard, and hope you get lucky. Because well, the waiver I, wire just becomes a waste of time otherwise. Well, not this. Because you got two, you got two hundred bucks. Well, no, this is a good week to go because the season's a, for our our league. The season's a third done. Yeah, unfortunately. Over a third. So you yeah. got your money. Like, what's it good for? It longer. We got it. Got well, we can make divisions. I've done that. I played in leagues with divisions before. Yeah, well, we got to find a way. I'm down with it. We got to we got to get the season all the way to week 16 at least, you know. But I love playing everybody once. I think it's just great. Yeah, whatever. Isn't it cool that you just play every person in the league? Yeah, it is. But uh, if you had to play somebody twice randomly every year, that wouldn't be. But that's so unfair. Bad. What if you have? What if you get to play? That unfair. What if you get to play Brent? Brent's your twice in a year guy. Well, come on. Don't be so hard on Brent. Well, maybe have a better team if you want to go up against a juggernaut like Brent. You should have drafted better. <laughs> like, how do you see it? How do you see who your double is? Well, it's random every year. I mean, nothing saying that, uh, you know, my team doesn't suffer catastrophic injury and I'm a bag of shit next year. Yeah, there's or people that are year. better than others. There's people that are better than others. There's names when you look at your next week matchup where you go, here we go. And there's people you look at your next week matchup and you, you just go, well, if they get lucky, they might stand a chance. Oh, I lost to someone who hasn't won all year. Name so. some, give me some names in the league and I'll tell you what I Bergen's think Bergen's a nobody. Bergen's never been good and he's 4-0. <laughs> Bergen, when, I see, when I see Bergen's name, I don't even care. Yeah, and he's 4-0. You know what? Well, the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. Every day if they're outside in the sun. He's he has Bergen, definitely got a good getting team. Bergen is in multiple leagues now. What? He went from trying fantasy football to he loves fantasy football. Bergen is committed. He's getting the problem that we all had. That's the way it happens. You know, there was that yeah. one when I honestly ran 40 leagues because I was that addicted. <laughs> so see, here's the thing. He's coming into this new phase, so now I gotta like start respecting that. But that was a free but game Kyle, every year. Kyle Two's got the got the information bug now too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't care about Kyle Two. I can't. He can win the league three years in a row, and I still wouldn't care because he's Kyle Two. <laughs> Shots Ooh. fired. Fire darkness. Ooh. I'm just trying to get some stuff going. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give me another name. Who? Who? Me. Nope. Yeah. Don't care. Really? I'm Carter. You know Carter. I have too busy. You know I have Carter's potential, though, right? You know I have potential to be good, but I just don't utilize it. That's probably me when it comes to fantasy. You, you're juggling. Macho man chirping in his ear all the time now. Yeah. You're well, juggling. Carter's too busy juggling. He ain't got no time for this. It's all gonna fall apart one day. <laughs> Thank you.
I have Dalvin Cook, Ty Montgomery, and Amari Cooper with no quarterback. <laughs> you talked about your team. Trust me. Yeah, you're it's over. Yeah, it's, you're, I am you're... limping to Mount 500. That's my only goal. I get lucky, I break even, and I make the playoffs. You're already on Mount 500. How many teams make the playoffs? Six? Six. Well, guess what? You're number six, and guess who's number seven? Dirty Dutch, Mantel. <laughs> and you just suffered a lot of injuries, man. I'm coming for you. I think I can grind it out. I think I can grind it. Yeah, well, did you pick up six, Burkhead? <laughs> I, 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 I got a, I got $197. <laughs> Yeah, I only got 95, and I put 94 on them. That's the way to do it. I remember I when... Love, I love that our league has no stupid defenses and no stupid kickers still. Makes me happy every time I open our league, other as opposed to other stupid leagues I'm in. Yep. Yeah, you know what, though? It was, I, I, I ended up getting... Uh, you know why I said I was only going to play in one league, our league, this year? Oh, but... I knew you were full of it. You're no, full of it. No, I, I was pretty uh, – I held true until the end, but then I got the, the itch to do a couple snake drafts. You got a taste. Because you got yeah. a taste. Well, and I wanted to do a couple snakes. You know, I love auction. I think it's the best and the purest form of the game. But uh, snake is just, you know, something nostalgic about it. And uh, so I'm in I'm in three other leagues. I did a 14-team, a 10-team, and a 12-team. And, uh, 14. Wow. Impressive. Yeah, have you guys had any slick plays in any of your leagues? Any real? I had a Trevor Simeon week where I started him in a league and just looked like a brilliant guy. Yeah. I had a week where I picked the Colts. Who were the Colts playing one week? Someone Ooh, terrible. And I picked them and they got me like nine points. Arizona, maybe? What, their defense? Yep. Mm, bold. Colt D. Yeah, I know, right? Who picks the Colts defense? I'll, I'll always remember, uh, I think it was like 2009, the Colts were playing against the Ravens. And uh, I'm watching it at Trevor's place in, in Dauphin. And everyone said, you know, Ravens. This is when the Ravens had the best defense. And you, you, you had the Ravens and the Colts. And you sat the Ravens and played the Colts. And the Colts, like, shut them out 40 to nothing or something. It was like one of the most <laughs> genius baller fantasy plays I've ever seen. We were just talking about uh, old old Derek Carr and his uh, affection for Jesus. Mm. Jesus, two yeah. Well, how, two years how in a that row. Doing two years in a row. And you know what else? I think. Uh, Tony Romo is almost getting too good at broadcasting. He's got to take it's it down. creepy. Yeah, they got to put, they got to get him drunk or stoned or something. He's getting, uh, he's getting, oh. too good. <laughs> he's getting too good. What if they gave him acid or something? He predict yeah, like, the future. Maybe, maybe he, he predict, he predict everything that happens in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the edge of Game of Thrones? Yeah, well, give, maybe give Tony maybe. Romo some acid, and uh. he'll tell you everything that happens. Get him maybe in the t- Doppler radar Tony station. Tony is the Night King, yeah. He is! He's seen everything! Yeah. Tony Romo is the Night King! Yeah, or maybe Tony Romo is the future, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about, uh, uh, never mind, not Buck, but Jim Nance and the Toast? No. Okay, so this is, what you know, Jim Nance does the Masters, he does uh, college football, he does every Sunday with Tony Ooh. Romo, right? So he he's a brec- I'm a breakfast guy, he says. 
Um, and what he loves is to go to all these local restaurants and order breakfast, which is regular, you know, bacon, eggs, and toast. But he likes his toast burnt. And no oh. matter what, he'd oh, always yeah, order it. it. He'd order it burnt, and then they'd bring the toast out, and, it's you know, burnt. it was just brown. And he's like, no, I want it blackened. blackened. I ordered it burnt. <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth. So, what he started doing is he'd take he took a photograph of how he likes it and he laminated it and put it in his wallet. And when he orders yeah. his freaking burnt toast, he gives the waitress or waiter a picture and he's like, It's gonna be like this. Yeah, this was on Cornizer because him and Nance are buddies. Yeah, I hope Cornizer was making fun of him. It's like yeah. oh, you're, you make millions of dollars. This poor person is, you know, like most likely not making minimum wage and surviving on tips, as some states do. And uh, you're bossing around going, it's going to be burnt. Like, well, you're like helping flaky. him do his job. Mm. Just eat your toast. I don't, eat your hey, I don't understand the gripe. Everybody's got uh, something they like. Uh <laughs> I was just at a dinner party at uh, Peter Price's house, and uh, he perfectly and drunkenly burnt some toast, and I ate four pieces of it. It was so good. <laughs> so Joe uh, Buck was addicted to hair plugs. Do you know that? Do you, were you did you watch that that broadcast where he talked about it for like one minute? What? Yeah, it was a thing. Like last year, it came out. That he's like suffers from hair plug addiction. Oh, it feels I'm not so joking. Good. I'm not joking. This is a thing. And he he brought it up on the air after the story broke because he was putting out a book and that apparently came out of the book. Somebody leaked it that that was in the book. And then he like talked about it on the air about how he has a vanity problem and he's addicted to getting more and more hair plugs. And then it just like went back to the game. It was Really, and the guys in the booth with Joe Buck were like totally creeped out for the rest of the game. It was, it was really awkward. Broadcasters yeah, no. are weird, man. Broadcasters are really weird. Man, Tariko, what's Tariko is just garbage. Like Tariko, yeah. Oh, his commentary section now that he switched, and he has that one minute thing at halftime where he gives a speech about the state of the freaking world, and it's crap. Oh, well. Like so, Bob Costas, right? He's he's well known. He's famous. Like you know how he started uh, being a commentator? It's because his dad was so like abusive that he'd just go sit out in the car and listen to the baseball game on the radio and sort of commentate along. Like the commentators are a weird group. Weird. Group. And who is who is the kinky yeah, one? We thought I could be a good commentator, so that that goes to show. Yeah, weird people like it. Aaron always says, "Oh, you'd be the best hockey commentator." Well, you'd be good at any commentating. I could, I could call hockey better than football. I don't have the knowledge of the plays like Tony Romo. Commentate Rover. people buying stuff at Bunties. You could stand outside the lineup and just commentate on the people walking up and buying stuff. And it'd be entertaining. This uh -huh. guy's gonna stab somebody. <laughs> oh, speaking of Bunties, I was just there before the podcast started getting my medicine and. Uh, they had uh, New York seltzer in the fridge. You remember New York seltzer? No, Little stuffy no. glass bottles of soda. They used to sell them at Safeway way back in the 80s, yeah. And I looked at it, and it made me so happy, but then I didn't buy one. I'm going to buy one tomorrow, perhaps. So, not having been to Bunty's, but... So is this like maybe like a new old stock? Like actually like haven't been opened since the 80s? Or is this newly manufactured? Well, it could be that special <laughs> if it was. 
They wouldn't be charging a dollar forty nine for a little bottle. They'd be charging fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Because <laughs> if memory serves me correct, that was some tasty, uh, tasty uh, soda. Things on 
top of the world tonight I got a room at the top of the world tonight 